been to the grocery store, We've gone to try to buy a car, it's expensive, it's pricey, and according to the feds, it's not getting any better. And if you can't believe the feds, who can you believe? Good morning, it's the Snark Factor. Fingers Malloy, thanks for tuning in on Wham Talk, 1600 AM, 92.7 FM. Sarah Smith is womaning the news desk, as she always does on the weekend. Everybody's working for the weekend. It's not Sarah. She's working on the weekend. It's Sarah mm-hmm. Smith. Good morning, fingers. Good morning. I've got the my finger on the pulse of pop culture when I'm bringing up Loverboy. Oh, yeah. I mean, seriously. You know, I almost watched Men at Work the other day. Is that a movie? Yeah, that song is in it. Oh, that's the garbage. Oh, that's right. Thing. I forgot. You don't watch movies about things. Yeah, and I don't stuff. watch movies about things and stuff. Right, uh, right, right. But right. that's that's the the garbage man movie with the the sheens. Correct. Oh, where they're garbage men. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And there's some there's some sort of thing of dead body or something. It, I hadn't it, seen it in forever. I ended up watching something else. So I was like, oh man. L- ladies and gentlemen, we'll get to the inflation talk in a second. Yeah, uh, no, very important stuff to cover. But uh, so the the garbage men movie. Men at Work. It stars uh, Emilio Emilio uh, Sheen. Emilio Sheen. Yes. And, and uh, Charlie Estevez. Charlie Estevez. <laughs> and uh, the 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 premise of the show, the plot of the show, the the the, the whole story behind it is they're garbage men doing mm-hmm. wacky garbage men things, right? Mm-hmm. And and you know what? I I might have to correct myself now that I'm thinking about. It. I think that song was actually in Zoolander, and I'm just getting my imagery wrong. Now, if you remember Zoolander, let's, let's <laughs> no, switch Zoolander. Gears. Zoolander yeah. is about uh, is, it stars. Uh, ben Estevez Sheen, <laughs> and uh, he's a, a model, uh, yes. and he's not very bright, and he throws his modeling career away to become a garbage man <laughs> with... <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, so yeah, everybody's working for the weekend. Lover boy. Yeah. Uh, let's get back to inflation. Yeah, sure. Sp- speaking <laughs> speaking of things that are that are growing out of control so uh the latest numbers are out uh inflation soared sarah to 8.3 percent in april it's That's hovering near a 40-year high mm-hmm. uh economists this is all according to our friends over at foxbusiness.com uh, economists expected inflation to show that prices surged 8.1 percent so they were wrong they were wrong they point three percent. They're always they're when are they ever right? Never. They are never right. Which means the job growth that they or the um yeah, the job growth that they celebrated last month is like non existent. Yeah. They, w- whenever they're typing uh, a story about Fed numbers, mm-hmm. uh unexpectedly appears uh, 95% of the time in any of these stories, when, mm-hmm. at least when it comes to job growth. Uh, listen, this, this, is, this is a story that, you know, everybody wants to talk about abortion on social media, and I get okay. it because that's an important issue. But I, I have a hard time believing that it, this isn't going to be the thing uh, that isn't going to drive voters to the polls. Because you're you're seeing, you know, just anecdotal, 
anecdotally. Anecdotically. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm hearing of one income families now having to turn into two income families. Uh, you're seeing you go you go to the grocery store. I, I went the other day, and what used to f- it feel like would be about a hundred and twenty five dollar grocery store trip is now two hundred bucks. Oh yeah, easy, easy. Hey, maybe this is how the Biden um, administration is going to sh- uh, solve the employment crisis. Everyone has to go get like every house has to go get <laughs> second and third jobs in order to pay the grocery bill. I that could be. Uh, listen, I, it's brilliant, is what it is. Yeah, exactly, he is a maniacal genius. That a man, master, a master of diplomacy and leadership. I when I think of uh, this plan that you just came up with, that actually is uh, Joe Biden's brainchild. I'm sure. Uh, mm-hmm. I I think to myself, this guy, this Joe Biden guy, he's always mm-hmm. thinking. That's yeah, why. this this guy. <laughs> I tell you what. I'll uh, tell you what. I'll tell you what. He is always thinking. No, but I think this is going to be it, it it's not going to end anytime soon. They've all warned us it's not going to end anytime soon. And like I said at the beginning of the show, if the feds are telling you something, they're going to be right. They're always right. Mm-hmm. So, Remember when it was transitory? Yes. Remember the good old days when it was it was uh, going to be uh, it, will, it will all be over soon. It's it's simply remember four percent inflation. <laughs> uh, I I went to the uh, grocery store, mm-hmm. and like I said, what used to be from what I remember not too long ago. A one hundred and twenty-five dollar trip is now a two hundred dollar trip. I milk a gallon of milk. I, I paid over three dollars for a gallon of milk. It's absurd. And it's, I, I can't get out of the grocery store for under fifty dollars these days. Like even if I'm just going to get like a couple basics dinner for the next night or two. Yeah. It it it's simply amazing. It it doesn't feel like it was that long ago where I was spending a dollar twenty-five a gallon of yeah. milk. Yeah, and now it's easy. three bucks. Mm-hmm. Eggs, you know, it's it, they're everything. Meat, my goodness, I was mm-hmm. like I said, I was at the store and ground chuck. You know, I'm I'm shopping in the Midwest, uh, so it's not like I'm going to the the grocery store in San Francisco or New York City. Uh, they were making a big deal about ground chuck being five dollars and eighty nine cents a pound. Wow. And you, wow. You, like yeah. that was the discounted price. Right. Right. Wow. That that was the sale price. And so I just have to believe that while everyone uh on social media continues to be obsessed with the abor- uh, the abortion debate, it's it's going to be the pocketbook issues unless Sarah, your your suburban soccer mom friends are so obsessed with abortion that that's what's going to drive them to the polls and not how much they pay for groceries. Right, exactly. And that's and you know what? I, I would love to say that 
abortion isn't a driving factor, but it it is. And um, to answer, I don't think it's going to be the driving factor, but I think that it will be one. Um, Because here's the thing, women my age and younger, anyone under 40 have since a very young age have, has had it drilled into us that abortion is women's health care, right? So you would have to be a monster to not be like for women's health care, like women having access to health care. And I know it sounds ridiculous. It sounds completely absurd that, of course, people wouldn't. Obviously, these are two. Of course, you can still go to the doctor if you're not like, but they don't. And so when they hear Roe versus Wade is going to get overturned and abortion is going to be illegal and women aren't going to be able to get their health care, that will take them to the that'll take them to the polls. Yeah. And there is continued craziness going on um, when it comes to the reaction of left wingers, pro abortion uh, activists uh, They're They're playing uh, dress up again, Sarah. They're showing up oh, at fun. Amy Coney Barrett's home, uh, dressed in their little red, little red outfits. Oh, little, good. The hands made tails. Yes. Yeah. They're playing Halloween. Uh, and th- they're showing up at these oh, homes. And I, I can't help but think when I see these protests and they actually uh, have bullied uh, Justice Alito. Uh, to where he's he's not saying you know in his home and let, let's face it who none of these justices are are going to be at home for this this is ridiculous and the only thing you're doing is not only you're you're showing just how out of touch you are with mainstream thinking not only are you showing the world just how uh unhinged you are if you're showing up in front of a, a you know a justice's home at that, that you 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 know he's he or she they're, they're not there so all, all you're right. really doing is creating a spectacle and ticking off the neighbors and are you really bringing people to your side doing that i don't believe so no i don't think so either i think that people see that and are turned off and I like to think that people know well enough at this point to be like, yeah, to understand that this is going to just go back to the States and this isn't going to be, you know, we aren't going to have women giving each giving themselves abortions with coat hangers in the bathroom floors. Like this is not a, it all ties back to the same problem. They think the federal government is the arbiter of like everything they're allowed to do and not allowed to do. And it is this like over, I mean, it's a whole worldview and paradigm that has to be completely shifted before any actual conversations can be had because they're talking about stuff that just isn't in the plane of reality and talking about the plane of reality. So they're, they're dressing up in the hands made tail outfit. Now, for those (laughs) who are not familiar uh, with the hands made tail, it's a show that's on Hulu and it's about a bunch of women who dress in red outfits and they're garbage men. And they're with Emilio Estevez, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Charlie Estevez, mm-hmm. and Ben Estevez. And right. They, and Loverboy wrote the soundtrack. <laughs> Do you watch this show? I I know it's based on 
No, I've never seen. I mean, I know the premise, and I'm, I'm familiar that there's books, and yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not interested. You're not interested. No, I'm of this. I feel like anything that I feel like is being forced down my throat, I'm not. I'm not interested in. Does that like it immediately turns me off? It took me seven years to watch Hamilton because it was so shoved down my face that I was just like, I don't want, any, I don't want anything to do with this. And it wasn't until it was all gone and nobody was talking about it anymore that I was like, I'll give it a watch. Let's yeah. see what the you know deal was. I've so I'll probably seen- see Handmaid's Tale in about ten years. Okay, so I've never seen Hamilton. For for those who haven't seen Hamilton, what Hamilton is, it mm-hmm. is uh, the life of George Hamilton. <laughs> a lot of people don't know George Hamilton, the actor, uh, later turned into a garbage man. And he did a whole film with uh, mm-hmm. Ben Estevez, uh, Charlie mm-hmm. Estevez, and mm-hmm. Emilio Sheen. About his, his his coming up as a weekend garbage man. <laughs> <laughs> the name of that? Working for the weekend. That's true. <laughs> See, we can work for I, I guarantee you everything that we're coming up with right now is better than 95% of the crap that's being pitched uh, in Hollywood right now. I mean, really? You mean Remake Central? Mm. Oh, what a mess. It's either Remake Central or, uh, listen, we, we what cause can we push in this movie? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, we'll, we'll have a United Nation cast. Uh, to make sure nobody is upset about the casting, uh, ev- everyone in the color rainbow will be represented equally, and uh, it'll be a subject that not only will Middle America they'll be entertained, but they'll also learn something. Yes, they'll learn how to be a better person. Yes. And meanwhile, uh, nobody's watching. I, I honestly, if it correct me if I'm wrong, Sarah, because clearly in the last. 14 minutes of this radio program I've proven to America and our global audience who listen to the Snark Factor on their favorite podcast platform uh, that Hello, I have Mom. that I have my finger can you hear that my finger on the pulse of pop culture mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but to me it, it seems like the only thing that people are running to the theaters to see is uh, the latest superhero movie. Mm-hmm. Other than that, it, it's there's nothing. It, if you don't have to see it on the big screen, like why? If it's if if it's a movie that's about like it's story centric, right? Like it's mm-hmm. just it, you watch it at home. But with the superhero movies and those ep- the epic films. You need to see them on the big screen. You go see them on the big screen. Yes. And that's it. Because that's why that's why it's all anyone's making, because they want those box office numbers. And it costs $742 for a family of four to go to the movies because you get mm-hmm. the popcorn and the whole thing. So, um, no, I don't. What we just pitched is better than 95% of the movies being pitched in Hollywood right now. George mm-hmm. Hamilton was an actor. A tan one at that. And then one day, he decided to throw away his Hollywood career and become a garbage man. And he called his friend, uh, Emilio Estevez, who currently is a garbage man, and said, let's make a film. I want in. Let's go. And at this point, I think we're we're actually talking about the ghost of George Hamilton, because I believe he passed away. Uh, But still, work, work with me here. Become a garbage man, and on top of it, uh, let's make it a musical. 
Boom. Boom. Cut. Print. Write a couple ditties. <laughs> oh, I'm telling you, we could be Hollywood executives. But the inflation stuff. But seriously, folks. Inflation's uh, it, out of control. In, inflation's out of control. And, you know, some of the inflation is being caused by supply chain issues. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, the, the labor crunch as well. Labor costs are going through the roof. But also, uh, you, you know, the, the shortages are a big thing. And one mm-hmm. thing that really I just feel like people are starting to focus on in, in the media. And I'm not talking about parents because obviously they've been focusing on this for some time. Uh, Sarah, there's a. There's a baby formula, baby food shortage. Yes. Uh, that I, I just don't feel like people in, in the media have been talking about, of course, because this is, again, bad news for their heroes in the Biden administration. Of course. And Chucky Schumer and and uh, Nan, old Grandma Nan. If, Grandma, man. If if, if if a gin gimlet came to life, yes. took human form, it would be Nancy Pelosi. Uh, but, Accurate. But uh, so this is not good news. Now, that, that's why we got to keep whipping up the abortion issue because, ga- you know, gas prices are through the roof, uh, grocery prices through the roof. And now, mm-hmm. if you are a parent of a newborn, Mm-hmm. you're having a difficult time finding baby formula. And do you, you have the story in front of you, don't you, Sarah? I do have it in front of me. So USA Today has actually done a good synopsis here of all the the factors that led up to the baby shortage mm-hmm. or the baby, sh- the baby, the baby shortage, shortage. <laughs> baby food People shortage. People are too busy. Right. Uh, Just, they've got they a lot going on. aren't interested in their significant other sex. Who has the time? Ain't nobody got time for that. Uh, the shortages are due to a combination of inflation, supply chain, sh- chain, wow, supply chain shortages, say that five times fast, and product recalls. Okay, so I think the third one is the big one that people may or may not be aware of. We all are familiar with the inflation issue. We all are familiar with the supply chain issues that have been affecting everything. So there were some not only recalls of baby formula, but a a product, a production plant was shut down. Um, After a series there, uh, several months back, there was a whistleblower from the plant that went to authorities saying that there were not safe conditions at this particular food processing plant. And honestly, I'm just not saying, I mean, I don't know that it matters that I say the name it's in the news. Everybody knows, but I'm just not going to do it because, you know, whatever. Um, They recalled everything. uh, And then there were two infant deaths. And this is all over a span of several months. And then once the infant deaths occurred, that is when the investigations and the authorities got directly involved and the plant was shut down. Mm-hmm. So there, I mean, and it's one of the top providers of formula in the United States. So this is, you guys, I'm sure it's in Michigan. So you guys know, you probably see this on the local news. So I think that has caused a major, major issue in most parts of the country. I mean, I know people here in Maryland that are are feeding their infants on overnight shipments of baby formula from their aunts and uncles in other states. 
Yeah, it, it's happening. Because they cannot find it. Retailers are reporting a 30% drop in supply. Yes. Of baby formula and, and baby food. You're starting to see, and this is where it gets a little weird uh, and maybe a little bit dangerous. You're seeing people starting to post how to make your own. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, baby I don't. formula on uh, the YouTubes and the, and the MySpaces. And it's right. not good. But. Yeah, that makes me nervous. Our our dear friend Tony, our mutual friend Tony Katz, uh, made a good point saying that you know pe- before people produced baby formula, you know there there are there are ways to feed babies. Yes, but that doesn't negate the fact that especially these days, I feel like we have as a people have grown more and more food allergies, more and more sensitivities, more things like that. Like more and more babies, there's only certain things that they're digestive tracts can handle certain things they can take when you find a formula that works yes there is no switching it up to a different brand or doing something else because then the baby's not going to sleep it's going to be up with the gas bubbles the bubble guts all night the bubble guts baby baby bubble guts which is obviously uh, a lot of people don't know um and it's not obvious because a lot of people don't know (laughs) see what i did there doesn't make any sense obviously you know people don't Um, know Actually, ah, the joke is gone. So it's okay. <laughs> so the food, the, the, the baby food shortages. Why can't I say baby food? I'll, I mean, you know what? I'm just going to say formula shortage. It's easier to say. The formula shortage is. I wouldn't say that it's. I don't know that it would be considered widespread yet. I'm playing the the election game, the um, uh, semantics game here, mm-hmm. but it certainly is affecting large areas like highly populated like you're seeing it in high traffic areas a lot of places are limiting purchases the art the article here mentions target target and walmart both i'm sorry target and walgreens have both limited uh what's it called put a cap on the number you can purchase you know a a number limit limit, a, a limit that you can purchase at any given time so i mean this is this is definitely something that's causing panic amongst parents across the country. Can I give you the snark factor lazy talk radio take of the week? Yes. If President Trump were still in office, the lead on every nightly news broadcast would be an interview with a woman struggling to feed her baby, but not being able to find baby formula. And what, pray tell, is the administration doing to solve this problem? Because, what is the because, re- <laughs> because of Trump's formula shortage crisis. Yeah, fresh off of a correspondence dinner where people got in their best dress clothing there. They spent hundreds of dollars there. Hundreds, hundreds of dollars. of dollars getting dressed up to go out on the town in out of touch Washington, D.C. Meanwhile, mothers are struggling to find baby formula to feed their infants. How dare that orange man do this to America every single night on yep. the news? And that, ladies and gentlemen, was this week's Snark Factor Lazy Talk Radio Take of the Week. That was amazing. 
And with that, we have to take a break. More of the Snark Factor. On Wham Talk 1600 AM, 92.7 FM, right after this. You know, in all this talk with the supply chain issues, one thing we forgot to mention the last hour, uh, you're, 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 you're not going to be able to buy a new car. I'm exaggerating a little bit, but it's getting tough. Welcome back to the Snark Factor. I'm Fingers Malloy. Follow me on Twitter at Fingers Malloy. Follow Sarah on Twitter at Mama Swati if you can find either one of us because apparently we've been ghost banned. What was shadow banned? Uh, ghost ghost banned. Ban. What's the difference? I don't know. I think that ghost band was just the uh, terminology that this particular website used because in the explanation of what ghost band was, it was like commonly known as shadow band. Yeah. So we've both been shadow banned on Twitter for some reason. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know why I've been shadow banned because I'm obnoxious. So I have no doubt. I don't know how you've been I don't shadow banned. Know. Who do I? I don't go Nobody. after anybody. I don't know. You're you're are you. I don't understand me. I understand. I would ban me. too. I would shadow ban me, too. Also, I'm very funny. That's true. You can't have people funny. That's true. That's out there willy nilly. I am not. I got so, jokes for days. I have no idea how I got shadow banned, but yeah, no, that's I'm that's shadow nonsense. Banned. Maybe it's because there was a time I was writing for the the Washington Times. I don't know, but uh, that was a long time, many moons ago, as Elizabeth Warren would say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got jokes. I don't even know what that How? Is. So, anyway, follow us on Twitter. Uh, check out the Facebook page. Post there once every couple of years. Facebook.com slash Fingers Malloy Radio. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let's get into uh, really a, a couple of stories that should make everyone in, in mid-Michigan, in uh, southeastern Michigan, in, in Michigan, in the Midwest, if you're involved with the automotive industry, uh, make you nervous because we have been talking about this story on this program and also uh, Eat, Drink, Smoke, the show I do, the nationally syndicated radio show I do with Tony Katz. Find it on your favorite podcast platform. Uh, the supply chain issues, uh, especially regarding computer chips, has made it a real pain in the neck for automotive manufacturers to manufacture automobiles because you need, they, they, there's like uh, 15 computer chips in a car, Sarah. Mm. Maybe, maybe Are there really? Maybe five. Really? Maybe seven. No, hundreds. Oh hundreds of hundreds? chips. Hundreds? Hundreds. No. Hundreds of chips. I feel like you're being a little hyperbolic. Hundreds of chips. Thousands of chips. You have not uh, look. I'll, go to the Google machine. Okay, I'm on okay. there. Okay, uh, and put how many computer chips mm-hmm. are in a car? Even an inexpensive new car can contain more than 100 microchips. The average car has 30 to 50 different computers, and high-end cars as have as many as a hundred. Mm-hmm. And they are accompanied by 60 to 100 different electronic sensors. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, the average new car contains more than a hundred of the tiny chip processors controlling everything from engine timing to climate settings. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Thousands of chips. See, that's why I drive a 1992 Ford Mustang. They didn't even have computers back then. I know. Now, I'm not talking about cars. Car. I mean, there were that's no computers a- back then. That's what that's what Tommy and I are when when it's Mad Max, the husband and I are just gonna like build off the Mustang and have this like Mad Max vehicle that operates off of a 1992 Ford Mustang Fox body. There you go. It's gonna be so sick. So we have been hearing for some time, you know, the, the different auto manufacturers have had to shut down production because mm-hmm. of this computer chip issue. There are just not enough. They have it started in China, obviously, because uh, <laughs> everything starts in China. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with, with what happened with COVID and then, uh, you know, we, we just have not since COVID been able to get to communism. The where, yeah. Communism. <laughs> yes. Uh, because of COVID, we just have not, uh, been able to recover with, uh, this, this computer chip issue. Um, and you have hearing stories. It'd be like, okay, the end of the year. This was back in you know twenty twenty one. Oh, you know what? Uh, maybe at the end of the year, this will all end. And you got into twenty twenty two, and it was like, well, maybe the end of twenty twenty two, maybe the beginning of twenty twenty three, we'll start to see uh, the beginning of the end of this computer chip shortage. Uh, the the president of Nintendo. Came out the other day and said, "There's no end in sight. No end in sight of this." I mean, you get two years behind something like this. Yeah, you know, like you, there is no it's not like people stop buying them for two years and you can play catch up, right? So it's it's not getting any better anytime soon. And Ford and uh, Stellantis. Which I can we just call it Chrysler? I mean, I think that's fair. Uh, they will have downtime in plants in North America next week due to the global semiconductor shortage. Wow. Uh, Dearborn uh, automaker Ford, that is, confirmed that it's Kentucky truck plant which builds super duty trucks the ford expedition suv and lincoln navigator suv and it's ohio assembly plant uh, which builds uh, their medium duty trucks vans and super duty chassis cabs will be down next week now let's Mm -hmm. focus on focus on ford because i don't like saying stellantis uh ford this is these are interesting times for Companies like Ford and uh, Chrysler and uh, and General Motors, uh, companies that make much of their money on vehicles that uh, are huge, <laughs> the big pickup trucks, uh, the the large SUVs. Because let's face it, uh, they aren't getting fifty, sixty miles to the gallon. We're seeing record gas prices. Uh, how will this have an impact? on car sales for them. So, so far it, it, it hasn't shown that it has had an impact much of it due to the fact that because of the computer chip shortage, they're 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 the supply of these vehicles. They're they're in such low supply that people are, are grabbing, just grabbing them. I need a new car and I'm going to grab this. And uh, people are paying 
sometimes well above sticker price just mm-hmm. to get their hands on these vehicles. Mm-hmm. But at some point, my goodness, if is anyone going to be will anyone be surprised if by July 4th we're spending $5.50 a gallon on gasoline? No, not even in the least will I be surprised. I mean, because it always kicks up in the summer anyway. Yeah. So, like, I mean, there's absolutely no reason that we won't be at least at five, if not over. And no, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, you're you're seeing the the Biden administration, and you're seeing Democrats, uh, you know, come up with all these excuses as to why this is happening, and much of it, it's it's because of Vladimir Putin, and of course. And listen, there's there's no denying that the. The war in Ukraine has had an impact on gas prices, but they were going up well before this even started. And exactly. the the Biden administration, uh, candidate Biden, declared war on the oil industry, <clears throat> war on fossil fuels during the campaign. Mm-hmm. Uh, so to me, I've been saying this for weeks now. If you ever wanted to see what the Green New Deal would look like, take a good yeah. look right now. Right. Because that's what this is. Fuel prices through the roof. I have a family member looking to buy a new car. Mm -hmm. And she sent me a link earlier today. And I'm going, uh, like, I can't even in good conscience say, yes, buy that. Because it's the price was ridiculous. Like, it was $10,000 more than I would assume at the highest end this car would cost. Was it? Don't tell me the the brand name or anything like that. But was it a uh, an SUV? Was it a sedan? It was one of those crossovers. It was one of those like small s like SUV sedan okay kind of things. Yeah, yeah. They're they're trying to build an SUV on a car chassis. Basically, right. is what they, they right. do. Right, yeah. and it was used, and it was you know it was a oh, hundred thousand miles on it. Yeah, and all this, and it's you know a, a thirty six thousand dollar car. Yep, that and, and I'm going. That's at. I'm going. What that that's the new price for this car. Like, what are you? Oh no, I I can't imagine. I I I advise them to. I mean, if you can, if you're just getting it because you want a new car and don't need a new car, yeah. if you can wait two years, wait two years. But that then you're getting into. But then what? Uh, not only supply chain issues have caused a a lack of inventory. Where are interest rates going to be in two years? Oh, I mean, the American people have been uh, addicted to free money. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, car loans, the, you, you know, 1.9%, 0.9% car loans. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's funny. If you ever do uh, a, uh, you want to go down a YouTube rabbit hole, um, you know, in Michigan, uh, all the, the, you know, in, in Southeast Michigan, Melfar Ford, Melfar, the former Detroit lion. And you got to say Melfar Ford, because that's how he would say it uh, in Melfar his commercials. Ford. Melfar Ford. Got it. Melfar Ford. Okay. Uh, you know, 1980s Melfar Ford commercials. Uh, they would be bragging about get a Chevy Vega for 13.9% financing on get the new Chevy. And you're like 13.9% financing. Wow. Holy that's a credit card. Right. And they're they're sell oh the low low interest rate of 13.9 9.9%. It's like my goodness. Is this where we're headed? 
would anyone be surprised three years mm-hmm. from now if we have interest rates like that? I mean, because that's what the Fed is is doing what they what the Fed does mm-hmm. uh, to try to curb inflation, and they're they're raising rates. Rates are going up, and it doesn't seem to have an impact on real estate right now. The, the the real estate market, even though we keep hearing that there is going to be a bubble that bursts, it's still a hot real estate market. And we're talking about prices going up. I know I'm all over the map here, but if we're, if we're just talking about, you know, things continuing to get more and more expensive. Mm-hmm. Here's one thing that's not being talked about. Uh, if you are in a home right now, your property taxes in the last five years have skyrocketed because yep. of the hot real estate market. And you're, you're seeing seniors on fixed incomes who have been in their homes for a long time looking at their property taxes and, and saying, I, it, it may not be a big deal to you, but when my property taxes go up $1,200 a year, that's $100 a month out of my fixed income, out of my right. social security. It, it, it's... Uh, it, it's something that that people aren't talking about, but it's, it, it almost feels like you know back in the day there was a misery index. It was uh, unemployment and inflation, and they called it the misery oh, index. Oh, that's right. It, it almost feels like there needs to be a misery index 2.0. Yeah, we just add a whole bunch of things together and and uh, come up with a new misery. And let's work on that. Let's get the people yeah. over at the Fingers Malloy Institute for Institutes uh, to come up with a new misery index. Misery index to Electric Boogaloo. Yes. Now, a lot of people don't know the, the movie Electric Boogaloo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it was about um, these break dancers. Break dancers? Is that what it's called? Break dancing? What is that dance called? Yeah, break dancing. Breakdancing? Uh, it they, just sounds weird. And it would, so they become, um, they get tired of being breakdancers on the street. And so they decide uh, that they're going to become garbage men to raise money to join the breakdancing competition uh-huh. so they can become famous professional breakdancers. And that's what we call, ladies and gentlemen, a callback. That's a callback. Speaking of callbacks, ladies and gentlemen, can we, can we talk about some good news? Oh, yeah. I love good news. Even though it's sad news, it's good news. Right, right. Uh, b- uh, both uh, myself and my co-host Sarah Smith uh, love Norm Macdonald. Yes, true story. Love, love, love Norm Macdonald, and of course, yes. uh, Norm Macdonald. For those uh, who don't know, and I don't know how you you would not know who Norm Macdonald is, stand-up comedian. He uh, was the host of Weekend Update on Saturday Night Live in the mid nineties early to mid nineties. And then he got fired because uh, the, the guy uh, running entertainment there over at NBC. Uh, apparently uh, Don Olmeyer was uh, mm-hmm. a pal of uh, OJ Simpson's and, and he didn't like Norm MacDonald. Uh, he's telling too many OJ jokes. That's the uh, word on the street. Uh huh. And so, so they, did, some, did somebody get their feelings hurt? Oh. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, he got fired and then, you know, I had a couple of sitcoms and had some different uh, shows on the internet, the Norm MacDonald Live, and then he had the show over on Netflix. Norm MacDonald has a show. and mm-hmm. uh, He just, definitely did several uh, film 
oh yeah. appearances like tons of cameos he was like any adam sandler movie he's in there somewhere right. at some point you know like so he had a he had a long career and following saturday night live stupidly letting him go yes and apparently uh he fought i i believe it was a nine-year battle with leukemia oh uh, wow and nobody knew except for his closest uh you know, he had a partner by the name of Lori Joe Hoekstra. Uh, mm-hmm. He was very private, didn't tell any of his friends. None of his friends knew he was sick. Uh, and, you know, he passed away and everyone was shocked. Uh, and, you know, there's a there's a piece in the New York Post and another one, I believe, in um, The Hollywood Reporter that kind of goes mm-hmm. over his last year uh, and. Well, uh, during his last year, he 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 was going in for a procedure and it was touch and go whether he was going to make it. And he decided to he was he had been working on a bunch of material that he was going to use for a new Netflix special if he was able to get out and, and do comedy again, you know, and uh, he was a little bit concerned about this procedure. So he went ahead and he just he filmed Mm-hmm. himself doing his material in his living room. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, he had like a pers- run through of sorts. Yeah. And, and so right. then he, apparently the, the procedure went fine and then he forgot about it. Uh, but then, you know, things started to go South again and he remembered the, the material and watched it again with his, uh, I guess his assistant. And they decided that they wanted to do something with this after, if he, if he passed. So uh, he's going to have a new Netflix comedy special called Norm MacDonald, nothing special. And it will oh, premiere. So good. It will premiere so May 30th on Netflix. Just oh, that's a, soon. Yes. So just about the time when I thought to myself uh, with uh, all the inflation stuff, I, I'm reexamining my decisions when it comes to uh, streaming services you know, I've got the the Hulu Live and the Netflix. I'm like, I don't even watch Netflix anymore. Right. Well, I can wait a couple more weeks. Right. So I cancel it. That's for sure. Oh, look at this. The special will include bonus featurette with David Spade, Adam Sandler, Conan O'Brien, Dave Chappelle, David Letterman, and Molly Shannon, and which was filmed at the Netflix is a joke festival that Dave Chappelle got tackled at. Oh, wow. So I mean, this is this is absolutely amazing. You talk about a unique. This is a, this is must see. Yeah, I, he was so unique and fearless. And mm-hmm. well, I mean, fingers think about it. Name one other Saturday Night Live skit or running gag or segment or whatever you want to call it that is still around today. You know, like he created something on Saturday Night Live that they still do to this day. It's an institution in and of itself. Like the fact that they fired him, that wasn't, you know, that's well, their what bad. Create, what did he create? The Weekend Update. Well, he didn't create Weekend Update. Wasn't he the first Weekend Updater? No, Chevy Chase. Oh, it, oh, it was Chevy Chase. And you know what? It wasn't a Dennis Miller before that. Uh, yes. It was. Okay. Well, I take that back. Well, okay. Listen, People, that was a, a beautiful tribute. And, thank you. It uh, just was wrong is what you're saying. But so, let me self-correct myself. Then he, he, it lives on. It lives on after his passing. They still have the weekend update and he did it. There it is. Self, self-corrected. 
Well, and you know what? Now that I even think about it, I think I've seen Dennis Miller's, but I don't know that I've ever seen Chevy Chase. But that's right, because he was only on that first season, wasn't he? Didn't he get fired? No, he left. He left. Oh, he left to be a big movie star. Yes. Which worked out for him (laughs) for for a few years. Right. Until the drugs took hold. Yeah. And then he made movies like Family Farm and uh, (laughs) Funny Farm, Funny Farm. Funny Farm, if you don't remember, it's Chevy Chase was married and he, he went out and bought some farm land and then he decided to become a garbage man. Garbage with man. Emilio and he, he, Chevy Chase yes, yes. and uh, Ben Chevy Chase and nice, Charlie nice. Chevy Chase. With the Charlie Sheen Chase. <laughs> so anyway. Now that sounds like a good film right yes, there. Yes, it does. That and, I would go see. And uh, uh, really a film that I would expect on MAGA TV. Have you heard about this, Sarah? Uh, you know, uh, only just a minute ago when we saw the link, because I'll tell you what, and can, before we get into the story, I do want to say that early on when Trump was running in 2016 and it was still, you know, like 23 candidates or whatever mm-hmm. it was on the bench that year, um, I, I was doing this project called Digitas Daily back then, and we made these just like funny little quippy videos, and we made a Trump TV promo ad. Oh, see, that was like it was like this is what he would do. Like if he doesn't win the presidency, this is what he's going to do. He's going to do Trump TV, and it was I don't even remember. So you know, Laura Ingram at eight o'clock, and like Don Jr. at six, and like we had a whole lineup. It was really funny, but now that he's actually going, you know, so MAGA television. Ultra mega television, if you were to ask President Biden. Yes. So Mediate uh, has the story. <laughs> Kip Jones over at Mediate. Good old Kip. Yeah. Former President Donald Trump's media company is officially entering the streaming business, according to an online job posting. The Trump Media and Te- Technology Group asked job seekers on the professional social media platform linkedin wednesday to apply for a free speech take on programming the same post appears on the tmtg website that's trump media and technology group (laughs) so there is a possibility that we may be seeing some sort of trump tv maga tv sarah and i for one think if anyone should have the eight o'clock hour it should be the snark factor. There, I, I said I, it. I, I, that's right. I said it. If the, 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 I'm assuming the checks will clear, and I'm showing Sarah right now. Uh, I'm doing the 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 rubbing the fingers together uh, for I'm money. Into the microphone. Yeah, the kids. They call this go. scratch. They call it long <laughs> green. They call it do re mi. Yes. Let me get that scroll. Okay, the funny thing is about this, and we only have a a minute and a half left. That's not funny. But what's funny is, is that people are looking, they're desperate for something uh, to replace Fox News. Mm -hmm. There are so many people who are still upset over the 2020 election and how Fox News reported uh, on election night. Uh that they're they're hungry for alternatives to Fox News and you know Newsmax apparently isn't doing it News Nation is is small uh right and Fox News I, I've said it on several occasions they got back a lot of their audience but they didn't get back their trust and I think if 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 a new network came along that 
was viable, that they created good content that looked good. I think there are a lot of people on the right who would, you know, other than for, for Tucker, uh, they, they would, they would, they would probably leave, uh, and Gutfeld too. I, so I, is, is this going to be it? Uh, I, I just think it's too, too close to Trump. I, I you know, I, I don't know right. I, what, what kind of talent will go over there, but boy, this is going to be fun to watch. Oh yeah. I'm in. There you go. Sarah's in. And with that, we're out. She's Sarah. I'm Fingers. We'll be back next week with an all-new Snark Factor on Wham Talk 1600 AM, 92.7 FM.